Ingem veni miteri terram et cut volo. Nisi utacendato. I am come to cast fire upon the earth, and what will I but that it be kindled? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. <coughs> O pierced one, we have, since the Friday of the ineffable sorrow, that good Friday, been in pilgrimage to this good Friday. To thy open heart. It was the light of thy Eucharistic face that drew us on through Corpus Christi and its octave, compelling us, impelling us to seek in its radiance the wound in thy side. Now before us lies the door, opened not by the turn of a key, but by the thrust of a lance. And beyond the door, the abode of love. He hath brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. Last evening, we opened our antiphonals, did we not, to First Vespers, and found there, waiting for us in the Magnificat antiphon, not the mere form of words, but the traces of a burning, blazing word. Thy heart. And beneath the text, beneath the notes, even, embers glowing waiting to be fanned again into flame by a mingling of divine breath with ours. Breath well spent in the chants of thy church, in praise of thy open heart. And so the Spirit came again to the help of our weakness, Loosing our tongues, for what? For the praise of love, wounded and wounding, teaching love's own language. A language strange to those in exile from thy heart, and now become, O oh, wondrous condescension, 
our native tongue. Love's own language become our native tongue. Strange and blessed this language of thy church, spilling fire in antiphons and rivers of light in psalms. Did we not experience that last evening at Matins? Infusing thy prayer, O Christ, eternal Son, eternal Priest, nothing less than that. And to all of us who know not how to pray as we ought. Thy heart's prayer, poured into every aching emptiness of ours. Thy heart's song, rising in our silence. Thy heart beat, making us bold by a gift of words not of our making. And in those words, heart speaks to heart. In them, thy heart speaks to the Father, and the Father's heart to thy heart. In them, thy heart sings to thy church, thy bride, and her heart sings to thine. This is love's exchange. Hidden from the learned and the clever, but revealed to little ones, splashed like pure water on the lips of children. To delight the Father, and to fall all shining and wet onto the cracked and dusty face of a world grown old in thirst. Thou didst stand up once, as thou standest before us now. It was the last day of the feast, the great day. And thou didst cry out, If anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. Out of his heart shall flow rivers of living water. Thou didst say this about the spirit that blazes from thy face and rushes from thy open side in water and in blood. Where is the heart held aloft, the heart to become a chalice to catch the torrent in its flow? Where are the hands to press that chalice to the lips of those who, with weary step, return from empty cisterns? My heart, my heart, oh Jesus. For this I give it, and for this I give my hands. My heart, 
cup to flow with love. My hands to tip the chalice. It is thy face, O Christ, that we came seeking. Thy face that we have been seeking, concealed and revealed in the sacred host throughout this glorious octave of Corpus Christi. The face that sought us first, thy Eucharistic face, seen now as through a glass darkly, a polished monstrance crystal cut by faith. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding thy glory veiled here, are being changed into thy likeness, and drawn beyond the threshold wound, thy heart's pierced portal. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. It is time for us to be like the nesting dove. Time for us to spread our wings and lifted by the Spirit to hide in the cleft of the rock. Rock of ages cleft for me. There they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. Pass, then, pass through the narrow gate. Be a dove made white in the blood. And after every mission far-flung or very near, to it return, to be silent and adore. In the end, adoration will have the last word, as it must have the first. The hour is coming, and now is, when the true adorers shall adore the Father in spirit and truth, for such the Father seeks to adore him. Adoration, then, will be the only word, an ocean of light dissolving every other discourse and bathing a broken world, a soiled church, in the healing water, in the cleansing blood. And he who sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new in the water and in the blood. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads, and night shall be no more. They need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light. O Eucharist, Son of Life, radiating the heart's flame of fire, O host burning and yet not consumed, and 
Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. For us, gentle Christ, humble, hidden host, to look at thee is all refreshment. Irresistible God. After this I looked, and lo, in the heaven, an open door. And the voice which I had heard, speaking to me like a trumpet, said, Come up hither. And I looked, and looked, and looked at him whom they had pierced. And the angel who talked with me came again and woke me like a man wakened out of his sleep. And he said to me, What do you see? A Eucharistic face, I said, and an open heart, and an open heart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.